What's happening, everybody? On today's show, our one-on-one conversations with Kentucky quarterback Will Levis and Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. We caught up with both of them this past weekend at the Manning Passing Academy and talked with them about the upcoming football season. Also, we'll go around the conference as Mike Leach gets a contract extension. The Walter Camp preseason All-America list is out. And tons of recruiting news around the SEC. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Don't forget to check out uh, this coming Friday's episode. John Garcia Jr. is going to join us to talk all things SEC recruiting. We'll talk Arch Manning's decision, Jaden Rashada. We're going to talk a ton of stuff with him, so you don't want to miss that. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Around the conference. And we start with news out of Mississippi State as Mike Leach was entering this past season with a uh, little bit of a contract situation. Uh, Mississippi State law allows public employees to have contracts with a maximum length of four years. But on Tuesday, it was reported by the Clarion Ledger that Mike Leach had signed a two-year extension to stay at Mississippi State, according to the report. The school confirmed that Leach signed the extension, a two-year extension. So he has completed two of the four years from his original contract worth about $5 million a year. This extension uh, aligns with that state law of allowing the four-year deal. The financial details not yet released, but in two years at Starkville, Mike Leach is 11-13 overall, 1-1 one one in bowl games. But uh, no doubt he has made it exciting. Will Rogers, very productive quarterback there in his system, and they're just hoping to turn the corner, maybe get to double-digit wins here very soon in Starkville and uh, really start to see that Mike Leach offense and everything pay off for that team. But uh, certainly very well-deserved by Mike Leach. Um, But we will see if he is able to get over that hump for Mississippi State. Look, Dan Mullen did a fantastic job there. The Dak Prescott run was outstanding, but uh, still looking for Mike Leach to take Mississippi State to the next level. We'll see if he's able to do that. Some other news on Monday. The Walter Camp preseason All-American teams were announced. A total of 10 SEC players were honored. SEC had three players on the first-team offense, six on the first-team defense. First-team offense included Brock Bowers from Georgia, Osiris Torrance, offensive lineman from Florida coming in. A lot of people excited to see what what he could do, so that is an interesting one. And then uh, Bryce Young, of course, your reigning Heisman Trophy winner who is uh, back at Alabama. First-team defense, Jalen Carter, the big man on the defensive line at Georgia. Will Anderson, of course, the linebacker slash edge rusher um, stud from Alabama that a lot of people think could be a Heisman candidate. Uh, Cam Smith, defensive back at South Carolina. Eli Ricks, defensive back at Alabama, uh, transferring over from LSU. Keely Ringo, defensive back at Georgia. And Antonio Johnson, defensive back at Texas A&M. So that is your first team 
defense. So a good number of SEC guys on there. In some transfer portal news, uh, LSU getting an addition in Gregory Clayton Jr., former UTSA wide receiver. He announced on social media he's heading to Baton Rouge to join LSU for the upcoming season. He's 5'10", 180 pounds, a native of Lutcher, Louisiana. So he tweeted out uh, he is coming home to the state of Louisiana. He was a JUCO transfer to UTSA where he played at Trinity Valley Community College prior to that. He was a three-star recruit coming out of high school. was the number 31 player from the state of Louisiana. Played a lot of special teams. Made eight tackles, six solo. So we'll see if he is able to uh, maybe make an impact on special teams for LSU. He entered the transfer portal back in December. Meanwhile, Mark Stoops getting some good news over at Kentucky as... Running back D. Beckwith, who entered the transfer portal at Tennessee earlier this year. Looks like he has found his way over to Kentucky. He uh, reportedly is on the Kentucky roster, according to Maggie Davis of BBN Tonight. Uh, as a running back, after he saw limited action at running back and on special teams in Knoxville, Beckwith is listed at 6'5", 230 pounds, began his career at wide receiver before shifting to running back in 2020. When he signed with the Vols, uh, they beat out Florida to get him. Meanwhile, Ramon Jefferson, he was a redshirt junior last season at Sam Houston State. Rushed for 1,200 yards. He has announced he's transferring to Kentucky. So two running backs uh, heading to Kentucky. Uh, Jefferson was considered the second highest ranked player available in the 24-7 sports transfer rankings. He initially committed to Colorado earlier this year when he entered the transfer portal, but about a month ago, he decommitted from them. Uh, Tennessee was also interested in him. He started his career at Maine, where he rushed for 1,000 yards as a redshirt freshman, then went to Garden City Community College, and then landed at Sam Houston. After his visit to Kentucky uh, earlier this month, he told 24-7 Sports, I really like their offensive scheme. I feel like it'll fit my playing style. So you just wonder if there's uh, maybe something there with Chris Rodriguez, obviously coming back, but had a little e legal issue this offseason. Maybe Kentucky just doing their due diligence and making sure they've got a deep uh, running back room just in case. Meanwhile, over at Alabama, they picked up a Memphis native and a JUCO linebacker in Justin Jefferson. He committed to play at Alabama. It's the Crimson Tide's fifth commitment the last two weeks, eighth member of their 2023 class. He announced his commitment after visits to Florida and Texas A&M. He's 6'2", 210 pounds, Played at Pearl River Community College. Pete Golding was his primary recruiter. Raved to Bama online about Pete Golding, saying uh, it was a lot of love coming from Bama. I got to see what it's like. I love the competition. It's going to make me better in the long run. He plans to enroll at Alabama next January. He is their number eight uh, recruit for the class of 2023 so far. Second linebacker joining Yancey Pierre. Meanwhile, Alabama also picking up a, a big-time recruit this week in cornerback out of Alabama, Tony Mitchell, big five-star announced on Sunday night. He committed to Alabama after he had a group of finalists that included Auburn, Georgia, and Texas A&M. Six foot ten, 180, or, sorry, six foot, 180 pounds. We had the number two corner in the class of 2023, number two overall recruit from the state of Alabama. So he stays home. Freddie Roach doing some good work there. Meanwhile, Florida, they Missed out on a couple of big recruits in recent days, but they did pick up four-star corner Sharif Denson out of the Jacksonville area, six foot, 170 pounds. He's the number 24 corner 
in the class of 2023. So the Gators up to nine players in their recruiting class. And over at South Carolina, Shane Beamer picking up a four-star linebacker out of Jacksonville named Grayson Howard. Six foot three, 223 pounds, the number 17 linebacker in the class of 2023. So continues to add some big pieces to that defense. Meanwhile, some not-so-great news for Jimbo Fisher over at Texas A&M. Johnny Bowens committed to the Aggies back on Christmas Day. He is decommitted from the Aggies. He's from the state of Texas, six foot two, 265 pounds. He's a four-star prospect, number 36 defensive line prospect. But it looks like Oregon, Texas, and LSU are in the mix for him. He thanked the Aggie coaching staff for giving him an opportunity. In other news, Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz adding to his staff, adding former Notre Dame College offensive coordinator Brendan Boylan. That's from Football Scoop. It's the latest addition to his off-field coaching staff. Boylan will assist the offense this coming season. And there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, our conversation with Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. You don't want to miss that. Need to remind you about our friends over at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket Save time and save money when you use Rock Auto. You can save 30%, 50%, sometimes even 100% on some of these parts that you would get from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. I got everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go check out their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts needs Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and make sure you write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box that they know that we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Going along here, locked on SEC, and it was really fun to uh, be at the Manning Passing Academy this past weekend. We talked with a lot of SEC quarterbacks, so figured we'd bring you some of those conversations. And first up, we chatted with Will Levis, and Levis is a guy who began his career at Penn State, was a welcome addition to Kentucky last season, taking over as their starting quarterback. Had a very productive season, throwing for 2,800 yards and 24 touchdowns, or rushing for almost 400 yards and nine rushing touchdowns. He led Kentucky to a 6-0 undefeated start to the year, finished going 10-3 and overall with a come-from-behind victory over Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. Levis comes into his junior season with a lot of hype. Multiple draft analysts have him penciled as a first-round pick in next year's NFL draft, with one even putting him as high as number one overall. We caught up with Kentucky quarterback Will Levis this past weekend at the Manning Passing Academy down in Louisiana. Here was our conversation. Catching up with uh, Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. And, uh, man, what's the spring been like for you? You've been, you've been busy. Yeah, it's been great. It's been awesome. Um, I mean, being, being able to be at Kentucky for spring ball for the first time. I got here last May, so I missed that kind of semester of development. So being able to have a full off season of both workouts and spring ball of developing and kind of being in that leadership position is the first time in my first time in my career 
kind of being the known starter going into a season. So um, having a full year to kind of be in that leadership role and work with the guys uh, has been awesome. And we've been working our tails off. We've been, uh, been doing the right things, and um, we're, we're, we're ready for when camp rolls around in a few weeks to, to get rolling. You lose some pieces. Wandale's off to the NFL, a couple of the other guys. But you bring in some new pieces, some guys from the transfer portal and all that. What do you make of the new additions, and how are they settling in so far? I'm excited. I think we definitely lost some awesome dudes. But I think that across the board, we're deeper this year, which is great. And um, the, the transfers that we got, as well as the new freshmen, have been able to already uh, show that they will be contributors for us, at, le at least a handful just on offense. So, um, I mean, Tavion Robinson in the slot from Virginia Tech, great ball catcher, great route runner, awesome dude, good leader. Um, he's going to be a premier player for us. Uh, we've got a couple of true freshmen at receiver as well um, that are going to be able to make some huge plays for us. Uh, one of them is Dane, who's, who got here for the spring that I've already been able to see on the field in pads, uh, who's way ahead of the curve right now, which is awesome. And uh, defense as well. I mean, all across the board, we got new guys that are going to be able to step in and make good plays for us, which I'm really excited about. A new offense, new OC. Liam Cohen's gone. Coach Cangarello in. What do you like about him so far? I love him. I, I, I love the one thing I love about him is that he's been able to work with so many different quarterbacks, so many different elite quarterbacks in his career that uh, it's just helped him understand and approach coaching in a way that um, other people might not be able to understand. And that some guys need to be taught a, a certain way about a certain thing while other guys might, may have to be taught a different way and I feel like he's seen so much of that and seen so many kind of just like intricacies and different guys and how people operate and how people throw that he's able to teach us all individually very effectively opposed to telling me to do something and then telling everyone else to do the same thing you know so I mean that's 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 the kind of thing when he talks like that where you kind of taken aback and you're like wow this guy knows what he's talking about and uh, he truly is a, a really awesome football mind. Throughout the years on the show, we've had tons of Kentucky guys on. Darian Kennard, Yusuf Corker, uh, uh, the list goes on and on. But every one of them just talks about how much they love Coach Stoops. How much do you love Coach Stoops? Uh, with all my heart. I mean, as much as I can. I mean, uh, he's an awesome dude. I respect the heck out of him. And uh, he's an awesome coach. And, I mean, as long as he uh, keeps leading us to winning seasons, then uh, I'll love him even more. So. Yeah. How much do you pay attention to the – look, you, you know, you got all the noise out there with Twitter and stuff. You got preseason projections and all that. Somebody comes out and says, well, Levis, one of the top quarterback prospects. Do you take that and go, yeah, yeah, I am? Or do you kind of say, yeah, whatever, I, I got to go prove it? Well, I 100% am, and I've, no, I've known that for years since everyone else has been saying that. I mean, if you don't have that confidence in yourself, I don't know what you're doing. So, But, I mean, I don't actively look at that stuff. I don't pay attention to it. You got to acknowledge it, and it's, it's – I mean, you can't acknowledge it and be like, that's kind of cool, but as soon as you – turn the page, throw it behind you, and just move on and focus on what really matters. Do you pay attention at all to, a couple years ago, Joe Burrow, he has a nice year at LSU, but that next year he comes back and just everything amps up a level. Do you think maybe that could be a little bit like you this year, that everything amps up a level this year? No, I, I think so. I mean, that's. I'm not going to compare my story to anyone else, but I mean, I think it's a similar situation. and. Um, that's hope. That's obviously what I'm hoping is going to happen. So uh, we'll see. Okay. Last thing. Dispel a rumor. Mayo in the coffee. Is that real? Yeah. I mean, I've done it a couple times, but it's not. It's not my uh, forte. But I have done it, and uh, it's not bad. So. What, what is a typical on a on a game day? What is a typical meal you eat early in the day? Yeah. Um. 
pregame meal, if it's if it's in the afternoon or at night, I'll have like a, some kind of pasta dish with chicken, Alfredo, and then some some uh, fruit, something light, a little bit of carbs, a little bit of protein, something light, nothing crazy. So, yeah. are we going to see a little more running from Will Levis this year? I don't know. It's going to be up to the OC, but uh, I'll do what's, I'll do whatever's asked me, and I'll do whatever I can to make the team win. Okay, we'll keep eating light. Will Levis, thanks so much for the time, man. Thanks so much. Our thanks again to Will Levis. Coming up for Vol fans, we'll chat with Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker as expectations for him go up heading into his second season in Knoxville. First, we want to remind you guys about Bet Online. They are your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, even uh, Major League Baseball, and of course, looking ahead to the college football season and NFL. Bet Online, your continued source. For all your sports wagering information, BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news throughout the year. BetOnline.net, fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head on over to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device. Bookmark the page. Check them out every day when you start your day. Learn about all the trends and the action going on. Like we told you, we got a lot of the uh, over-unders that we did last week on the show. Um prop bets, and everything else looking ahead to next college football season. Heisman odds, they got it for you there at betonline.net. Head on over there right now, check them out, and continue to check them out as the college football season gets ever so closer. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. Roll along here, Locked On SEC. Thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. And continue our conversation with some of the quarterbacks we caught up with around the SEC. And Hendon Hooker, he is heading into his senior season in Knoxville, coming off a very productive season for the Tennessee Volunteers. Former Virginia Tech quarterback, transferred in last offseason, battled fellow transfer Joe Milton for the starting job at Tennessee. Hooker initially lost that battle to Milton, but it wasn't long before he was in there taking over as a starting quarterback and never looking back. Hooker got better as the year went along, finishing with a 378-yard passing performance in the Music City Bowl where he completed five touchdown passes and added another 59 yards rushing. While Tennessee was expected not to be very good in Josh Heupel's first season on Rocky Top, Hooker was a big reason why the Vols got to seven wins on the season including an impressive road win at Kentucky. Heading into his senior year, a lot of draft scouts scouts are keeping an eye on Hooker, saying if he has a big year, it could go a long way to improve his draft stock. But Vol fans are looking at the other teams in the East, like Georgia and Kentucky, and wondering, hey, can we play spoiler in the East this year? Perhaps get to the SEC title game. We caught up with Vol's quarterback, Hendon Hooker, this past weekend at the Manning Passing Academy down in Louisiana. Here was our conversation with Hendon. Catching up a couple minutes here with uh, Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. Uh, what's what's this uh, offseason been like for you, man? I know you've been busy. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's just been a grind, um, you know, like no other. Um, I definitely feel the shift in the team's attitude uh, to wanting to come in, you know, get extra work in and uh, just improve our games all around. What, uh, I mean, do you pay attention to any of the, the offseason hype? I mean, with social media and Twitter, you can't ignore some of that stuff, but people throwing out Hendon Hooker, Dark Horse for Heisman, all that. Do you like that? Do you embrace that stuff, or you just kind of go about your business? Yeah, it's cool. You know, it's a, it's a blessing, um, you know, to be mentioned in that. Um, but the essential goal is to win ball games, and that's what I'm here to do, um, to keep improving now, just on the field, but off the field as a man. 
and um, you know encourage my teammates you know to do the same. Let's talk about uh, Coach Heupel. What did you like about him uh, last year as the head coach? And once you kind of settled in as the guy, I mean, it seemed like you got more and more comfortable in that offense. Yeah, um, you know, Coach Hype is a, is a great coach, you know, great man off the field as well. Um, he encourages us all, you know, to be better um, on and off the field. Um, it's a learning process every day. Um, he's going he's gonna to test your knowledge um, of football in the quarterback room, and that's something that uh, is important because I, I want to learn, and everybody else in the room wants to learn and progress to be better players. Um, so just being around him, uh, you know, Coach, Coach Hosley, um, you know, and the supporting staff around the quarterbacks, uh, it's a blessing. You lost, uh, you lose a couple guys like Velas. They go off to the NFL, but you got Cedric Tillman back. You got some other pieces. What What do you like about the weapons you have coming back? Yeah, um, you know, I'm excited for the for the guys um, that's coming back. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Velas and, and Javante. You know, they they're in uh, NFL camps. I'm very proud of them. Um, you know, but the guys still in Tennessee, we're still grinding every day. I still got guys catching 3,000 jugs, um, you know, throughout the summer. Um, so, you know, I'm excited to see those guys really in action uh, as we progress here forward and get into some, you know, some team things and um, see them uh, against some defenses. What's the biggest thing you wanted to work on this offseason with your game to improve? Yeah, just being relaxed. Um, staying relaxed, um, staying even keel. I was pretty even keel last year, but it was moments where I, um, I felt like I could be even more relaxed and uh, being even more control of the offense. Um, you know, just building my knowledge on not just our offense, but the game of football. You know, watching NFL tape, watching different quarterbacks, whether that's quarterbacks in college or NFL. Um, old school tape, all of that. I'm just a student of the game. So just learning every day, learning something new every day is, is what I'm trying to do. You have so, some great running ability, but in the SEC, man, you can take some hits. Is it, do you have to be kind of selective with when you pick and choose when to run? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, my coaches and my mom have been knowing me about those hits. Um, so this year is definitely, um, you know, being thoughtful of my body and longevity, um, but I'm still aggressive and I'm still a ball player. So when I'm out there, I'm trying to make plays. What's uh, what's your thoughts on the, the Tennessee fan base? They're a passionate bunch, and man, when when Tennessee's rocking and rolling, things are good. They are supportive. What have you heard from the Tennessee fan base, and and what the feel, the pulse, on how excited they are for this upcoming year? Yeah, the, the feel and pulse is amazing. Um, you know, the energy they bring to Neyland is like no other. Um, you know, one of the most exciting places to play in college football. I feel like it's the most exciting. Um, I love playing there. Um, I love all the fans. You know, they they come and show their support. They're very passionate. So when you're passionate about something, you know, if something doesn't doesn't go your way, you're going to express it. So that's all they're doing, you know, and I understand. And all we're trying to do is represent them to the uh, to the fullest and, um, and put on a show as well. Last thing for you, uh, obviously last year you were battling with Joe for that for that job and all that, and you were a transfer. Uh, it, it's got to be a better comfort level this year for you, right, like being the guy and, and kind of feeling that going uh, going into fall ball. Yes, sir. Yes, it's, it's, um, you know, it's a lot more relaxing, um, but – but not in the not in a way of taking days off. Um, you know, I pride myself in work, and um, and Joe does as well. And, and me and Joe push each other to be better. Uh, it's many days when me and Joe are watching film at his house or my house. Um, you know, correcting each other. And then when we're on the field, he's like, "Hey, hand this right here," and I'm like, "Hey, Joe, you know, you can do this right here." So, you know, just building off each other is, is amazing. And for him to be in the room with me is a blessing. All right, one more. What's Hendon Hooker doing in his off time when he's not playing football? Uh, lately, it's been playing golf. Um, yes, sir. Um, been playing a lot of golf here recently. If I'm not doing my grad school work um, this summer, so trying to get that master's. How's the golf game? Golf game is pretty good. Um, I took some years off. I haven't played in like five years, but 
Uh, get back into the swing of things. Um, last time I shot, I shot like a 85. So it's, it's okay. It's average. Short game better. Putt game. What's what's the best? Short game is excellent. Um, you know, putt game excellent. Uh, my drive just isn't straight. But once I get my drive straight, it's gonna be good. Hendon Hooker, thanks for the time, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks again to Hendon Hooker. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked On SEC. Again, thank you guys for listening and subscribing. You don't want to miss Friday's episode. John Garcia, Jr. from Sports Illustrated, going to join us to talk all things recruiting. We'll touch on why Arch Manning didn't go to Georgia or Alabama, why Jalen Rochada did not go to Florida, and we'll also talk about some of the other guys that did choose the SEC this past week or two and uh, why they, cho- they chose those schools. So you don't want to miss that. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out some of our other great podcasts along the Locked On Network. Whatever school you're looking for, whether it's South Carolina, Kentucky, uh, Auburn, Alabama, we got you covered with those schools. Just search Locked On and whatever school you're looking for, odds are you will find it and you will enjoy all the great coverage that our team has going for you, talking all things SEC. I'm Chris Gordy. We'll talk to you guys on Friday right here on Locked on SEC. Thanks again so much for listening to us and checking us out on YouTube. Search Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys soon.